Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
please give a warm welcome to Danny on the drums.
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Welcome to a, a Thursday morning broadcast at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Soul Farm, who were just amazing over the last week with us down in uh, Cape Coral, Florida. With Kishoshana. Before that, Yaakov Shweki heard Asara done with, um, with Aaron Razel and, uh, Yonatan Razel rather, I believe, right? Yonatan Razel. And Achsameach, both from the Kolot CD. Avremel had Amachaya, title track of, um, of his album. Hope Avremel's doing better. I, I, I haven't gotten any real concert reviews. Usually over Cholomoy, I get some good concert reviews from the New York, New Jersey area. Haven't really heard what was going on um, with the shows once they were over. Uh, hopefully, I'll find out some information over the next uh, few hours about the uh, concert performances that took place in this area. Anna Bakoach done by God Elbaz. You heard Shlomo Katz with Mina Meitzar and Regesh Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. Thursday on this April 24th, the 24th of Nissan, JM in the AM Thursday. Hope you had a wonderful Yuntif. We had a great time down in Florida with our friends from Legendary Destinations. I hope you were able to catch some of the programming we did, including yesterday's Isruchag show. Here we are back in Jersey City, New Jersey, with 43 degrees, 47% humidity, winds in north. 
at 5 miles per hour. We've got sunny and windy weather today with a high temperature of 62. Then tonight, mostly clear with a low of 41. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high 61 degrees. Uh, somewhere in the mid-80s in Israel, I can't get a straight um, a weather situation in Yerushalayim based on the different websites we check. It's somewhere in the mid-80s in Yerushalayim right now. That's the way it seems, at least. Uh, Tel Aviv and Haifa as well, 95 degrees in a lot. We're at 43 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at the JM in the AM. 6.36, 24 minutes before 7 o'clock. Uh, as we've been mentioning, uh, as we uh, continue to thank the folks down in Cape Coral, Florida, at Legendary Destinations for a beautiful yuntif, we uh, look ahead as we hit the road again next week. On Wednesday, JM and the AM will be down in Washington, D.C. as we celebrate NORPAC 1000. 1,000 strong of all ages heading down to Washington in a lobbying effort on behalf of issues important to Israel and our community. That's happening Wednesday. If you want to be part of this amazing NORPAC mission that happens uh, starting early Wednesday morning, what you do is you um, go to NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. All the registration information is right there online. And we look forward to you being one of the... Uh, at least 1,000 people are going to be heading to Washington on Wednesday morning. It should be a tremendous and uh, inspiring day. Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Observances, uh, this coming Monday here at JM in the AM. Uh, Yom HaShoah Observances, when the 27th of Nisan comes out as it does this year, are moved to begin on Sunday night in Israel. So Monday will be the official observance of a Yom HaShoah, and that's what we'll have right here at JM in the AM. So that's the story. I thank you all for tuning in. If you do have concert reviews for us, if you were able to make it to any of the, any of the many, many performances between uh, Six Flags and Brooklyn College and Queens College and all the different high schools, there were a lot of venues that held a lot of interesting concerts this uh, past Holomoid. If you uh, had the privilege of being a, one of the performances, email us. Nahum at WFMU.org or uh, message me on Facebook or a post on my Facebook profile if you wish to toss in a comment about uh, Jewish music over the holidays. And um, let us know how things went in uh, your area of um, of the community over the Yuntif season. JM in the AM on a uh, Thursday morning. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline will join us. We'll get our weekly update, and there are so many issues that have happened over the last uh, couple of weeks that we've really got to review. We'll do that tomorrow morning at 7.40 Eastern Time. Malcolm Honline will join us here at JM in the AM. And um, today we have our first full-fledged network day on our stream post-Yuntif. You'll be hearing an amazing encore presentation of Charlie Harari and the Book of Life at 9 a.m. after JM in the AM. Miriam Wallach with a fresh edition of That's Life coming up at 10 o'clock. We'll have a live lunch between 11 and 1 and a full schedule all day long. So a uh, return to our network schedule online. Make sure to be tuned in all day long 
at jmandtheam.org. The latest from the Sheer Veshevach Boys Choir at JM and the AM. Yeah. 
JM in the AM with the Nigun Rikud done by Moshe Laufer off of Chabad with Moshe Laufer. Tzali Gold had Ivdu, Lipa had Nodel Shimcha, Aishas Heil done by Shalsheles. Special guest Barry Weber on that song. Shir Veshevach Boys Choir with the song Vishir, and you heard Soul Farm. Kishoshana. JM and AM Thursday, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Golly Tal in the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. JM and the AM with a reminder on this Thursday, April 24th, and this 24th day in the month of Nisan, that today is day nine in the counting of the Omer. <laughs> I love what I saw on Facebook, only in Israel. Uh, big scoreboards with the um, Sphera reminder that today is one week and two days. Today is day nine in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to count uh, sometime today. Full day on our network stream at jmtheam.org. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock. Miriam L. Wallach with uh, That's Life at 10 a.m. Live lunch between 11 and 1. Full-fledged, first full-fledged day post-Pesach on our network. Make sure to keep it on the stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Wishing good luck to all those heading back to school today. Thanks for tuning us in. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. משרד החינוך חושף את התוכנית ללימודים על השואה כבר מגני הילדים. כתבתנו יערה ברק. בהנחיות לגננות נכתב בין היתר לעסוק בלימוד הנושא רק ביום הזיכרון עצמו, ולא להשתמש באמצעים חזותיים שעלולים לייצר תחושות רגשיות קשות. מהמשרד נמסר שהתוכנית גובשה על ידי ועדה משותפת עם בית הספר הבינלאומי להוראת השואה ביד ושם, ושהיא מותאמת ליכולת הרגשית והקוגניטיבית של הילדים. באוקראינה חמישה בני אדם נהרגו בעימותים בין הצבא לחמושים פרו-רוסיים, כתבנו רון כלף. נשיא רוסיה פוטין אמר בתגובה כי אם אוקראינה תמשיך להשתמש בצבאה נגד אזרחיה, יהיו לכך השלכות. חמשת החמושים הפרו-רוסים נהרגו במהלך השתלטות של כוחות הצבא על שלושה מחסומים שהקימו הבדלנים בדרך לעיר סלוויאנסק, הנתונה תחת שליטתם. שלושה אנשי קבע ושני אזרחים מואשמים בסחר באמצעי לחימה, כתבנו רמי שני. פרקליטות מחוז הדרום הגישה היום כתבי אישום נגד חמישה אנשים, בהם שלושה המשרתים בצה"ל, שהואשמו בסחר באמצעי לחימה. מכתב האישום עולה כי מאיר מלכה, בן 31 מדימונה, קשר קשר עם חייל המשרת כאחראי נשק ותחמושת בבסיסו, ורכש ממנו עשרה טילי לאו, עשרות לבנות חבלה ועשרות רימוני יד, כל זאת במטרה להעבירם לגורמים עברייניים. לצד כתב האישום הגישה הפרקליטות בקשה לעצור אותם עד תום ההליכים המשפטיים כלפיהם. ירושלים יפו ופתח תקווה מתקיימים היום טקסים לזכר קורבנות רצח העם הארמני. יושבת ראש ועד הפעולה הארמני, ג'ורג'ט אבקיאן, אמרה לכתבתנו שירה הדס נקר שההתנצלות שפרסם אתמול ארדואן על הטבח לא מקובלת עליהם. זו לא הייתה התנצלות, זה מס שפתיים גם לפנים, אצלו בטורקיה וגם כלפי חוץ. ואנחנו בתור ועד הפעולה הארמני מפגינים ואומרים שאנחנו לא מאמינים לו. הלוואי שיעשה את זה, אבל הוא לא עשה את זה. ביום שאחרי ההעפלה לפיינל פור, מאמן מכבי תל אביב דיוויד בלאט עונה למבקרים. זה חלק מהביזנס. 
שאני עוסק בו. אני לא רואה איזה מאמין מתחיל לשמחתי ולמזלי, אני הצלחתי גם פה וגם בהרבה מאוד מקומות אחרים. אני למדתי מזמן לנטרל רעשים. אם אתם בעצם מחפשים ממנו לסגור חשבונות עם אנשים, אני לא אעשה את זה. אני מעל זה, אני לא אכפת לי מהקנטרנות של האנשים, אכפת לי ממה שחשוב. בריאיון לתוכניתנו עושים ספורט עם אלי ישראלי ואפי טריגר, ענה בלאט גם לשאלה אם יישאר במכבי בעונה הבאה. יהיו לי לא מעט פרפסיות בסוף השנה, ויהיה לי הרבה מאוד דברים שאני אצטרך לשקול אותם, אבל אני בטח ובטח נותן את כל הזכות במכבי. התחזית שרב, אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. recharge and recharge and recharge the hand of your basement I remember it was during Ella one night Seder I was learning in Silver Spring I think it was a Thursday night I opened up the sneakers
JM in the AM. La Mancha, done by Eitan Katz, live in Jerusalem here at JM in the AM. Someone just posted on Facebook, uh, uh, hoping we made it back okay, which thank God we did, despite the high winds. It was a, it was a rough landing in Newark Airport yesterday. That was a rough landing. A, a really, really windy, uh, uh, period of time that we were flying in, and, uh, <laughs> it was, even, even the pilot, after we landed, acknowledged that it was likely that some people got sick on the plane. And then <laughs> we discovered that, in fact, a lot of people unfortunately did. Uh, so it was a rough ride. Be thankful when that uh, plane that you're on lands smoothly. And uh, thank God safely. Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM back in Jersey City at our uh, amazing JM in the AM hub. Uh, I thank everybody down at Legendary Destinations. We had an incredible time down there. For the holiday of Pesach. Hope you had an amazing time wherever you were for the holiday of Pesach. Welcome back to those who are uh, just arriving from Israel this morning. I know some folks are in their cars, tuned into JM and the AM post uh, landing at the airport really early this morning. Um, some heading directly to school, believe it or not. So I welcome everybody back. Uh, school is a big issue this morning. Lots of youngsters aren't happy they got to go back to school today. <laughs> Uh, but here we go as uh, a very short but no doubt uh, important week in the school year begins. A two-day school week for many, Thursday and Friday. Some don't go back to school till Monday. We discovered that yesterday that some folks are not heading back to school, not by their choice, but by the uh, fact that their schools are still on vacation through this weekend uh, for the holiday of Pesach. Whatever your situation is, make the most of it. And if you're heading to school right now, I thank you for making us part of your morning right here at JM in the AM. 16 minutes after 7 o'clock with the sunny weather, windy weather, as we said. Windy today as well with a high temperature of 62. Clear tonight, low 41. Partly cloudy for tomorrow, a high temperature 61 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 85. We're at 43 in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Full-fledged day on our network at jmtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. On the stream all day long. We'll go through some of those uh, programs that you could expect a little later on here at the JM and the AM. Don't forget that the Monday is our Yom HaShoah observance. That happens Monday between 6 and 9, Holocaust Remembrance Day. Don't forget that Wednesday we'll be broadcasting live from Washington, D.C. as we celebrate NORPAC 1000. NORPAC, that's been one of the most amazing and incredible groups and lobby groups for Israel for so many years, is about to hit a very significant milestone, and you can be part of it. Uh, they are very, very close, this close, to hitting 1,000 people participating in their annual day in Washington, D.C. This time around, it's this coming Wednesday morning, the 30th of April. If you want to be part, no matter what age you might be, if you're a grandparent, a grandchild, if you are a student, if you are a, uh, a working person, no matter who you are, if you want to be part of the NORPAC Adventure to Washington for this coming Wednesday, go to NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net, and get ready. You could be part of the 1,000 people that, please God, will be participating this coming Wednesday. And we look forward to being there in Washington, D.C. this coming Wednesday morning. 17 minutes after 7 o'clock, J.M. and the A.M. on this uh, back-to-school, for many back-to-work as well, depending on how much time you were able to take off for the Pesach holiday. And again, we welcome those who are flying in, especially from the Holy Land. Lots of planes landing this morning in the Newark Airport and Kennedy Airport uh, with people who had the amazing privilege and I'm sure incredible pleasure of spending 
Yantif in the Holy Land. Welcome back, and uh, hope your uh, uh, your jet lag adjustment is not going to be tough. As I said, many people heading straight to work and to school this morning. It's the ninth day in the counting of the Omer. The ninth day in the counting of the Omer. That's one week and two days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. JM in the AM with David Gabe.
Lashana Habab and Sion Shanker from the brand new Halel Vizimra words that we all say at the end of the Seder and all think about at the uh, end of Yantif, and that's Lashana Habab Yushalayim. We shall have the schus, the privilege of spending the uh, next year in Jerusalem. JM and the AM with David Gabe before that and Bore Olam. Thursday morning on this 24th of April, the 24th of Nisan. Today is day nine in the counting of the Omer. Today is day nine. 
in the counting of the Omer. That is uh, one week and two days. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. That's how it works. That is uh, how one catches up in the counting with a bracha. JM and the AM with a reminder that we've got amazing programming on our stream all day long. We are back here in our uh, Jersey City studio. (laughs) And uh, I'm laughing because this picture that has been... uh, (laughs) Anyway, there's a picture of me playing basketball during Cholamoid. And it seems to be uh, popping up everywhere I turn. I thank all my friends on Facebook that have been reposting it. (laughs) A, A very flattering shot. Uh, he said jokingly. Um, today, uh, 9 a.m., Charlie Harari is going to be uh, uh, encoring an amazing um, a Book of Life uh, program that uh, centers around the Yom HaShoah. And the Yom HaShoah is coming up on Monday. Uh, Charlie has that conversation coming up between 9 and 10 this morning in our stream. At 10 o'clock this morning... Um, Miriam L. Wallach speaks with the author of The Broken and the Whole by Charles Sherman on the air to discuss his book, his son, Eyal, and their family's long, long journey. Plus, Eastern Director of the Simon Wiesenthal Center by Steve Berg will have an update on the efforts and information about upcoming Yom HaShoah events. And uh, all that and more. And, of course, uh, Miriam L. Wallach will give her impressions of her family's journey down to uh, Cape Coral, Florida. For Pesach, 11 until 1 today for our live lunch and plenty of programming after that as well. Pay careful attention to our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, and on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. And I thank you. Rabbi David Goldwasser has said his words, Echonishmas are of Zevin of Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be beginning today a new series on Svira Sa'imer. Starting from the second day of Pesach, continuing until Shavuos, Klal Yisrael performs the mitzvah of counting the days, Svira Sa'imer. As the Pasuk tells us in Vayikra, Tisviru Chamishim Yom. The question presents itself, isn't there any other way to determine the proper day for Shavuos other than sequentially counting each day? The Seprachinuk points out that Shavuos celebrates Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, Torah was the blueprint for the creation of the world. The ultimate purpose of the world's creation was for the sake of Torah. By counting the days leading up to Shavuos, we express our enthusiastic anticipation for the time of Kabbalah Satira. Just like a person who eagerly awaits an important event in his life and marks off each day on the calendar. Similarly, the great Torah sage Harav Yaakov Kamenetsky cites an interesting medrash which states that once B'nai Yisrael left Mitzrayim, they expected to receive the Torah without delay. They were disappointed. Hashem explained to them that they would be given the Torah in 50 days. B'nai Yisrael immediately began to count the days leading up to Matan Torah. Therefore, each day of Seir is marked off to commemorate the original act of counting that B'nai Yisrael performed. That unique passion for the Torah has been passed down through the generations. After the cherus and the spiritual growth that we experience during the Chaga Pesach, we look forward to Shavuos, Zaman Matan Torah The counting is a demonstration of our great love and longing for Hashem and His Torah. Like it says in Tehillim, As the deer longs for brooks of water, 
So my soul longs for you, Hashem. It is told that Rabbi Yitzhak Inspector, the famed Kovna Rav, had such a deep love and desire for Torah that he actually slept very few hours each night because he couldn't bear to interrupt his Torah studies. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky clarifies that a person has to derive such pleasure from the learning of Torah like a person who is gratified with a drink of water when he is parched with thirst. Both Torah and water serve to revive man's soul. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. with Ari Boyanju. Off of the uh, CD entitled Rosh Ashmuro, that's Ma'uzi. Before that, brand new Yeshiva Boys with their single, Yahalalu. J.M. in the A.M., good morning. My thanks to everybody who's tuned in on the way to work and school on this Thursday. Lots of folks just back from uh, Pesach vacation. Welcome. A lot of folks back from the Holy Land, especially this morning. A lot of people landing and uh, heading straight to school and to work. Uh, I'm sure you have best regards, Dash Cham, for us, from everybody in the uh, in the state of Israel. So I thank you for that. This coming Monday, of course, is Yom HaShoah. We'll have proper observance on the air starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Wednesday, we travel with NORPAC down to Washington, D.C. We'll be broadcasting from Washington, D.C. on Wednesday, and you can be part of history as NORPAC gets to, gets set to celebrate NORPAC 1000. They are so close, and I mean so close, to 1,000 registrants for this uh, NORPAC mission, the annual mission to Washington, taking place April the 30th, and you could be part of it. Go to NORPAC.net. Again, that's NORPAC, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. Register today, no matter what your age, no matter what your affiliation if you are a believer in what NORPAC believes in, 
And if you'd like to uh, be a lobbyist for a day in Washington, then uh, register now. Norpac.net has all the information. N-O-R-P-A-C.net has all the information. And the 30th of April, this coming Wednesday, we anticipate broadcasting from Washington, D.C., and in fact celebrating Norpac 1000. J.M. the A.M., ninth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. We're up to day number nine in the counting of the Omer. Here's Eitan Katz.
J.M. and the A.M., a song that he calls Like the Sea. That's Ellie Schwabel here at J.M. and the A.M., brand new from his CD entitled Heart's Mind. Before that, Yehuda Green had Imesh Gachech. You heard Eitan Katz with Shomer Yisrael off of his brand new Live in Jerusalem CD. That was an amazing morning when he was here recently. Check out the archive section of jmtheam.org for that. And Ari Boyanju opened up that set from... Uh, Rosh Hashmurot with Mauzi. Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. Short week for us, short week for everybody. As um, I hope the uh, last days of Yuntif are wonderful for you, no matter where you were. And if you headed back to a school and work yesterday, you're back into the swing of things. If you are just making it back today, thanks for using us to help you through your morning at JM and the AM as we get set for a, a fresh new day of work and school on this Thursday, the ninth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Reminder, next week on Wednesday, we'll be in Washington, D.C. with our friends from NORPAC. NORPAC is about to hit an amazing milestone as they anticipate that this coming Wednesday, 1,000 people will be traveling down to Washington, D.C. 
with NORPAC uh, to speak with uh, our government officials about issues important to our community and the state of Israel. If you want to be part of that group on April the 30th, this coming Wednesday, go to the NORPAC website, NORPAC.net. That's NORPAC.net. Register now. You could be the 1,000th, and that would be quite a significant accomplishment for an amazing um, pro-Israel organization. So NORPAC.net has all the information. Register now. Join us Wednesday in Washington, D.C. Plenty more coming up. Hour number three on the way. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Hula, eighth day, who were spectacular down in Cape Coral when we heard them in the big Thursday night Cholomoid concert. They were just remarkable. 
and uh, it was great uh, reuniting with them. They spend most of their time in L.A., so once in a while we get to see them. That's eighth day. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. In a moment, Edwin Black's going to join us. He's the award-winning New York Times investigative author of uh, IBM and the Holocaust and many other works. And um, I mentioned that specific book because that's going to be his focus this coming Sunday night. Rabbi Dr. Wallace Green, who, of course, is a great friend of ours here at JM in the AM, is again coordinating a very important uh, anniversary commemoration of Yom HaShoah, the 71st anniversary of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. It happens this coming Sunday in Wayne, New Jersey. Rabbi Green, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Nice to have you here. And uh, the event is happening this coming Sunday. We'll talk more about it, but first I want to get to the uh, uh, to our special guest via telephone, if I may. And that's Edwin Black, who this coming um, uh, Sunday is going to be the featured guest speaker at the uh, at the uh, Yom HaShoah commemoration, it happens at the um, uh, Wayne Congregation on Hitchman Avenue in Wayne, New Jersey. The photo exhibit will begin at 2.30 p.m., the program at 3 p.m. Edwin Black, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, and thank you for having me. A pleasure to have you. Uh, you have the responsibility, and no doubt you will excel at it, to uh, get everybody into a very serious frame of mind this coming Sunday where they consider uh, what happened uh uh, during World War II, and specifically uh, your topic, which is IBM and the Holocaust. Now, this audience, of course, knows a lot about World War II history and is very aware of the fact that this time of year we turn our attention uh, to Yom HaShoah. Uh, what many people may not be aware of is that a company like IBM uh, may have had a very important role in what Adolf Hitler accomplished and, uh, furthermore, what he eventually wanted to accomplish. Could you tell us more about the IBM role? IBM uh, co-organized and co-planned all six phases of the Holocaust, beginning in the first days of 1933 and going uh, on to the last moments of the fall of the Third Reich in May of 1945. Uh, the identification of the Jews was phase one. Phase two was their exclusion of from society. Phase three was uh, confiscation of their assets. Phase four was ghettoization. Uh, phase five was um, deportation, of, and they were even involved in extermination. All of this was done by means of information technology, which um, IBM controlled worldwide, not through computers, because computers did not exist in World War II and during the Third Reich, but through what is known as the Hollerith Punch Card, um, obviously many in our new generation do not know what punch cards is, but most people who will be attending know that punch cards could store any information in the, in the holes that were punched into a card in rows and columns, and then they could be um, uh, read by an automated machine. And so what happened here is instead of just massacres and outrages, you had organized industrial identification, persecution, and destruction of the Jewish community. IBM did it. They did it directly managed uh, and, mic and micromanaged by their president, Thomas J. Watson, from New York and eventually from uh, Paris and uh, their European subsidiaries. So it's interesting because we, we often conjecture what would an effort like Hitler's have been in an era like ours where technology is, you know, at at super speed, and yet he didn't have that. 
But what you're saying is that he had the next best thing. He had what was uh, most readily available as the highest technological form of the early 20th century. Yes, most did, most data applications that you can do t- today, you could you could have done back then, but slower. And so it took 64,000 cards per hour to identify the Jews, and it took IBM hiring uh, tens of thousands of workers to punch in the information from census bureaus, from registration, to manned facilities at railroad terminals, to or, um, set up giant um, operational groups to see how many calories it would take to um, slowly starve a ghetto into death instead of just shooting them. Uh, All of these operations were done by IBM knowingly through custom-made applications. And you see, it isn't just that it was um, uh, 70 years ago. What happened a couple of days ago in Donetsk. Right. And what did you and everybody else miss about the notice that was given in the Ukraine? Do you know what it was? Go ahead. They didn't say Jews out. They didn't say Jews get out. Register. Register your name, your property, your assets. In other words, when I talk at Wayne, I'm going to explain how the IBM method, the ghost of that method, still lives in the hearts and minds of those who would be willing to perpetrate another Holocaust. We must understand the significance of these people in the Ukraine saying register. Right. Edwin Black is with us. He speaks this Sunday at Shomrei Torah on Hinchman Avenue in Wayne, New Jersey, at the Jewish Federation of Northern New Jersey's uh, Yom HaShoah program. Would a would a survivor have seen these punch cards? Would of course, every survivor saw those punch cards. Um, uh, they may not have operated those punch cards, but they certainly knew what those punch cards were. Everyone in the uh, initial information age knew what those punch cards were. All the banks worked on those punch cards. All the railroads worked on those punch cards. Yeah, but meaning, what, what I'm saying is that, that somebody who was part of a registration process or was... No, no, Jews were not given those punch cards, but the, num- the IBM number that was uh, given to, uh, to every prisoner in every concentration camp uh, and organized uh, uh, at, um, uh, from a group called Dietzfei at Oranienburg. Uh, that number was tattooed uh, initially on the uh, arms at Auschwitz. The Auschwitz tattoo. That corresponded with some type of... of that was an IBM number. Right, a punch card reference. And and back to Watson for a second and those who led IBM at, in, during that era. Uh, at, at what point does it, you know, at what point does it cross over from a business deal or providing technology, you know, for money like one might for any vendor around the world to absolute knowledge of what was going on and making no effort to stop it? It, it was... They always understood what they were doing. The goal was always to destroy the Jews. These were custom-made um, applications. IBM, even back then, called itself the Solutions Company. And they went to Hitler 
as their largest overseas customer and their second biggest customer after the Social Security Agency. And they said, what solution would you like? And we will custom make it for you. Correct. And so when I explain what happened at Wayne, New Jersey, I'm going to explain how this worked out progressively and what systems they used. It'll become, this mystery will become very simplified. And most of all, for the first time, I'm going to allow documents from uh, uh, what I call the... um, uh, the smoking gun documents to be taken from my custody and portrayed uh, and displayed um, on uh, easels in the photo uh, exhibit. I've never released them, but I've been convinced to do it by this ceremony. And I'm going to this ceremony. I usually do four or five around the country at Yom HaShoah because it is our nation's oldest, having been established in the 40s after uh, uh uh, the conclusion of World War II. So I consider it important. I've had a, a, a wonderful experience dealing with the organizers of the um, New Jersey, the Northern New Jersey Federation, and people are going to have a chance to see these documents up close and personal to see how punch cards worked and to see what IBM knew and what IBM didn't know. They'll even be able to see that uh, they'll even be able to see. Um, headlines and the New York Times that say three million Jews are about to be exterminated and they'll see the correspondence that IBM wrote the very next day sealing the deal to send the alphabetizing machines over to Nazi Germany. And you have seriously piqued the interest of a lot of people in this audience this morning and I'm sure many are going to want to come and see that photo exhibit 230 this coming Sunday and then uh, be part of the program at 3 o'clock. Before I let you go, Edwin Black is with us. Just one final thing, is is there a way for you to convey, especially to the younger people in this audience, the role that IBM played in the United States and the world in general during that era? Would we compare it, I don't know, to Apple of today, you know, in terms of influence and in terms of uh, the technological hold or stranglehold that they had on this country and the world at that time? You would compare it to IBM. Even today? They, were, they, they, they invented information technology they're the first they're the first and um, uh, um, young people need to know that the information age was not born in Silicon Valley but in Berlin in 1933 and you will show everybody how the Genesis was there yes I will A pleasure speaking to you, and uh, good luck this coming Sunday. I'm sure you'll inspire many and certainly help us uh, remember those who were uh, martyrs during World War II. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me. Edwin Black, award-winning New York Times investigative author of many books, including IBM and the Holocaust. He will speak this coming uh, Sunday at the Jewish Federation of Northern New Jersey Yom HaShoah program, uh, co-sponsored by Jewish Community Relations Council. Starts at 2.30 with the photo exhibit, the program at 3 p.m. on Hinchman Avenue at Shomre Torah on Hinchman Avenue in Wayne, New Jersey. Information, you can contact Dr. Wallace Green at 201-873-3263, 201-873-3263. I tried not to reveal too much because it, it was obvious from Edwin Black's approach that he only wanted to to speak um, about certain things on the air and save a lot 
for this coming Sunday, but this was a chilling 10 minutes on the air, you have to admit. Absolutely. I, I heard his presentation the first time when the book, IBM the Holocaust, first came out, and uh, it, it was very powerful, and he is a great, great presenter. Unbelievable. The photo exhibit is going to be chilling. <laughs> yes. He did not want to uh, release that information, right. but we convinced him that uh, this is part of the program, and he's bringing it with him uh, on the train from Washington. Right. And uh, we'll have a very powerful presentation on Sunday. So how does this end up being the oldest Holocaust remembrance program in the United States of America? It started out as a memorial for the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, and it was started by some survivors in Patterson, New Jersey. Still in the 1940s? Yeah. Wow. People who escaped, and uh, it started in Patterson, and uh, we've been continuing it ever since through the uh, North Jersey Federation. All right. So the Jewish Federation of Northern New Jersey and the Jewish Community Relations Council invite everybody to Wayne, New Jersey, this coming Sunday. Edwin Black, who you just heard, uh, will speak about IBM and the Holocaust. He is um, author of some other books, including uh, United States government um, uh, tax dollars being used to fund terror groups. NGOs that are associated with terror organizations. Uh, he's an authority on many of these different aspects, not just from World War II, but of today as well. Right. He's an investigative reporter, and his current book, Fanning the Flames, which just came out a few months ago, uh, takes on some major, major corporations. Financing the Flames. Right. And, and uh, U.S. government agencies. Right. And as a result of his investigation, the Ford Foundation actually stopped funding some of these NGOs. And they back down, and he isn't afraid to take on uh, the big guys. Interesting. Even IBM, huh? Yeah. That's called Financing the Flames. Financing the Flames, right. right. And that and IBM and the Holocaust are among his 11 award-winning best-selling books. All right, Rabbi Green, uh, the uh, the event this Sunday starts officially at 3 p.m. The photo exhibit at 2.30. Happens at Shomri Torah, 30 Hinchman Avenue in Wayne, New Jersey. Phone number for information for the Yom HaShoah Holocaust Memorial Day observance on Sunday is 201 201- Eight seven three three two six three two zero one eight seven three three two six three. Anything you want to add? I just wanted to add, if people need directions how to get to the synagogue in Wayne, they can go to the congregation's website, shomreitorahwcc.org. That's shomreitorahwcc.org for directions, or they can call the synagogue office at 973-696-2500, 973-696-2500. All right, and hopefully many people will be there Sunday, and we'll uh, certainly get an education. Yeah. I think we got an education just out of a few minutes this morning. The program <laughs> is free and open to the public, and we encourage uh, youngsters to show up as well. Yeah, everybody out there, make sure your uh, children and grandchildren are at programs like this, this Sunday or whenever. Uh, Yom HaShoah is important as uh, time continues to march on, and the distance between World War II and uh, today continues to expand. We know how important it is. Uh, to uh, look back as we move forward. Uh, Dr. Wallace Green, I thank you. Yashikoach on the uh, event Sunday, and I hope it's a major success. Thank you very much for having us, Nachman. A pleasure, and my thanks to Edwin Black. If you missed any of our conversation, uh, check the archives later on, jmtheam.org. A fascinating look at IBM and the Holocaust. 18 minutes after 8 o'clock, it's a Thursday at JM in the AM. <laughs>
JM in the AM. Achenu done by our friends at Deershoe from the uh, CD entitled Heyu Nechonim here on a uh, Thursday morning. Uh, before that, Alcho Masayach or Ibarach Chading Company. You heard Shlomo Kalbach with Acha Shoalti. JM in the AM, good morning. 8.31, 29 minutes before 9 o'clock, hour number three of our presentation. Coming up at 9, Charlie Harari. A Yom HaShoah-appropriate conversation between 9 and 10 this morning after JM in the AM on our stream at jmtheam.org. Miriam L. Wallach has a brand-new edition of uh, That's Life coming up um, between 10 and 11. She'll speak with the author of The Broken and the Whole, or by Charles Sherman, to discuss his book, his son Eyal, and their family's long journey, plus Eastern Director of the Simon Wiesenthal Center, or by Steve Berg, with an update on their efforts and information about upcoming Yom HaShoah events. All that, and insight into the Wallach family road trip to Florida between 10 and 11 this morning on our stream at jmtheam.org, followed by the live lunch, coming up 12 noon Eastern time. Uh, coming up uh, 11 a.m., I should say, Eastern time, on the stream at uh, jmtheam.org. Follow us on Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net, and um, yeah, that photo from Florida was on Instagram. Just search the name Nachum Siegel on Instagram. You could see what Yosef Siegel posted on my account. <laughs> I think it was one of the pictures from lunch, frankly. <laughs> so you could see that there. <laughs> Today is day nine in the counting of the Omer. Day nine in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Greetings to those who have just landed from Israel and or other places from the big Pesach vacation. A lot of people landing this morning and heading straight to their vehicles, heading to work and to school, listening to JM and the AM, and I thank you for that. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Don't forget, tomorrow, 7.40 Eastern Time, Malcolm Honline will join me. We'll uh, pick up with the weekly update, 7.40 tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Should be a very interesting one with all the news that's been happening over the last couple of weeks. Don't forget that uh, Monday is Yom HaShoah. We'll have a proper observance here at JM in the AM. And don't forget that Wednesday we'll be down in Washington, D.C. The big news is that NORPAC is set to exceed, for the very first time, 1,000 participants in their annual day in Washington. So we'll be celebrating NORPAC 1000 this coming Wednesday in Washington, D.C., between 6 and 9 a.m., as we anticipate the arrival of the uh, hundreds of buses from all over the place. It should be a very interesting morning. Join us Wednesday. April 30th, and information about registering now for NORPAC and being part of that expanded and incredible day, NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C dot net. Short week for us at JM and the AM. It's Thursday, believe it or not, and we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Until, until you are by his face 
JM in the AM. Hanishamalach done by Baruch Levine here on a uh, JM in the AM Thursday. Uh, before that, Moshe Hecht with Inspire Me. Al Tuddin done by Yassi Green off of the eighth note. JM in the AM and uh, day nine in the counting of the Omer. If you've got the count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. A reminder, big rally going on this coming Sunday at the United Nations Iranian Mission. It's 3rd Avenue and East 40th Street in Manhattan this coming Sunday starting at 11.30 a.m. Holocaust Remembrance and a rally this coming Sunday at 11.30 in front of the United Nations Iranian Mission, 3rd Avenue and East 40th Street in Manhattan. And everyone is encouraged to be there this coming Sunday. 11 minutes before 9 o'clock, full program on our stream all day long at jmnam.org. Back into our network format, post-Yuntif. Coming up at uh, 9 o'clock, you'll hear Charlie Harari in a Yoma Shoah-appropriate conversation on Book of Life. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach is coming up. Uh, that'll happen at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, a fresh new edition of That's Life with the author of the book, The Broken and the Whole, Rabbi Charles Sherman, and Rabbi Steve Berg, Eastern Director of the Simon Wiesenthal Center. That's all happening between 10 and 11. Live lunch happening between uh, between uh, 11 and 1 today on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Follow us on Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. On uh, Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net. And... Um, don't forget, tomorrow morning, Malcolm Honline will join me at 7.40 in the morning. The weekly update returns, and there is a lot to talk about. That happens tomorrow, 7.40, right here at JM in the AM. A.K.A. Pella is out with a brand-new collection. They call it the Top 20, Tzvansik, your favorite A.K.A. Pella songs in a double CD. Greatest hits plus brand-new material as well. And um, it is on a double CD. It is brand new from A.K.A. Pella as we slowly, you know us, we slowly drift into our acapella format. <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> Here they are, brand new at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Friend listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web. jmtheam.org. And that wraps up an amazing Thursday edition of JM in the AM. Coming up, Charlie Harari with Book of Life, and then Miriam L. Wallach with a fresh new edition of That's Life, plus our live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow morning, Malcolm Holmline will discuss the uh, events of these last couple of weeks, and there's a lot to discuss, that's for sure. Make sure to be tuned in 7.40 tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. And uh, final reminder of the morning, it's day nine in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.